What up, peeps, and welcome to the Plaza of Truth. It's a show dedicated to bring you stories about the turning points in life. From coast to coast and around the world, it's the common moments that bind us. So sit back, relax, and please enjoy the ride. All right, thanks. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Plaza of Truth podcast. Today, we're expanding our scope with everything going on and um, bringing on a dear friend of mine, uh, a fellow who is named Philip Buttacavoli, and he is coming to us from the hospitality industry out of New York City. So, Phil, I just want to say thanks for coming on and spending some time with us. Pleasure. Yeah. Pleasure's all mine. Thank yeah. you. It's, um, me and Phil were just actually talking a few days ago over Instagram, and he was putting up some content just about life in the restaurant biz, and I thought um, it would be timely, and we both thought, you know, important to start to get uh, the story out about you know, this industry that's being being pretty much like halted in its tracks. And um, that was why that was why I asked Phil to come on. He agreed to talk about it a little bit with us today. So, um, yeah, Phil, thanks again. My pleasure. Absolutely. And just for full disclosure, Phil and I go back to middle school, so we know each other quite well. Yeah. And um, so this is this is a great, a great pleasure for me. But Phil, tell us maybe a little bit about um your background, I'll, I'll maybe just lead by saying you, you work at a, at a restaurant group that has, I think, over like 16 or 17 restaurants worldwide. But tell us a little bit about your where you're at in the hospitality industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that started at a very young age, uh, working in the hospitality industry at 14. Um, I've been doing it ever since, nonstop. So it's been uh, about 23 years. Um, went to college for hospitality, uh, Johnson Wales University. Um, and then, you know, right out of uh, college, I was working in Manhattan, managing restaurants. I've been a manager now, um, wow, since 2004. So, uh, 16 years managing restaurants and, um, uh, you know, right now with, uh, with a group, as you mentioned, 16 restaurants, um, and, uh, been with them for a little over eight years. Um, very well known restaurant group with a, uh, very well known famous chef. Um, I'm the GM of, I was a GM of one of their properties for almost eight years and, uh, now just opened up a new property for the group. Um, our newest and largest, uh, restaurant in the brand. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's very exciting times before this, yeah. um, for, in my career and, um, and no, uh, now here we are. Yeah. So. And, it, and it's a, like this style of restaurant, at least the one I went to when you were in the New York city location was like one of the best Italian meals I've ever eaten. And uh, yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's a phenomenal restaurant. I know it's rated in like Michelin. It's rated in like Zagat and all that. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Michelin, Relay, and Chateau Accolades. Some of our properties have. So it's it's really you know it's one of the best of the best for sure. Yeah. And um, tell us like what's kind of the current state right now, given the COVID thing yeah. that's going around. Absolutely. Um, this is obviously extremely important to me that, you know, getting this message across. So I'm glad that we're talking about this. Um, it's really difficult times, obviously. I mean, that goes without saying. But, you know, one thing that we all don't think about is that no matter what kind of crisis happens, we always know that people need to eat. Right. And we always know that the restaurant business is a rest is a business that's not going to go anywhere. Um, and I think of all of the, the things that we've dealt with, all the adversity that I've dealt with personally in my career between um, shutting down for Hurricane Sandy and, and 9-11 and the blackout and all these things that, that did shut restaurants down, um, this is probably the most devastating because it is 
completely open-ended um, with no light at the end of the tunnel right now. Mm. And if you think about the, the hundreds of thousands of people just in New York City that are out of work um, because of this and, you know, on unemployment lines and, and, and really can't get through to unemployment and don't know what's next. I mean, the hospitality industry is, is a tough industry to get out of. Um, because it doesn't really transfer. It doesn't translate to anything else. It's very unique. It's very one of a kind. Um, so it's, uh, it's definitely, definitely scary time for us. Um, yeah. so what, what yeah, did, this, what did, um, like your restaurant specifically do? Are you guys completely shut down? Are you guys? Yes. So, um, the original, uh, location in Soho, um, is open for delivery, but my location that we just opened is not. We don't have enough of a, a presence yet because we're brand new. Um, so we didn't think opening would, would make it worth it. We'd probably be losing money. Yeah. So, um, we are operating delivery out of the Soho location, uh, excuse me, delivery and takeout. And, um, I mean, I spent a couple of days there myself and it's, it's, we're, we're struggling to make about, you know, maybe 10% of what we would normally would make if we're lucky 10%. Yeah. So, um, you know, and we're doing it with a hell of a lot less people. Yeah. So it, it's really tough times. Yeah. I read like, I read a post from Danny Meyer, who's, who runs a big hospitality group who said they basically, they had to lay off people because they were going to go insolvent and they needed people to get an opportunity to get unemployment like is that like is that what you guys had to do is it something similar in your restaurant yeah similar yeah we i mean my restaurant in Long Island, we laid off everyone we laid off everyone so that they could they could file for unemployment um myself my assistant general manager and my chef are the only ones who are on a, a portion of our salary not a very good portion <laughs> but yeah. we're still you know we'll still there to to you know keep us alive and we're helping out where we can in, in uh, the soho location just to you know make sure that they're getting everything that they can so yeah when did it first like come across to you that this was going to be like there was going to be a problem here and when did you know you were going to have to shut down? Well, that's a great question because, you know, once there was talks about um, shutting down, I, I kind of was irresponsible and, and didn't believe it. And kind of was like, we could figure something out. We could push through. We could, you know, we could open for delivery. We can, you know, you know, stay open and, and somehow figure out a way. And I never really anticipated a full shutdown. And shame on me because maybe I should have seen that coming. But uh, uh, once school shut down, I was like, this is going to be a great opportunity for us. You know, like there's going to be people working from home. They're going to get stir crazy. They're going to want to take their kids out to dinner. We'll take proper precautions. We equipped the restaurant with hand sanitizers all over the place. We came up with new cleaning protocol just so that it's visible. When you go to a restaurant and you don't and you don't you don't want to see people cleaning and spraying and wearing gloves and masks. Yeah. But during the time, we figured, why not? That'll yeah. make them feel comfortable being here. Yeah. So we just did all of these things to prepare for this. And then just like that, they, you know, full shutdown, delivery only. And we had two days to prepare for it. And then they accelerated it and moved it up to one day to prepare for it. And it was just devastating. So that was Monday, one of the uh, most difficult days of my career. That was, sure. that was a week ago, last Monday? Yeah, it was Monday the 16th. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, what is, like, the outlook? Is it sort of just wait and see, or do you have a time horizon where you guys think you might be back up, or? 
you know, we're we're watching the news every day, and you know, it's whenever Governor Cuomo lifts the uh, the ban. But um, you know, for now, it's just a waiting game. Uh, we're anticipating, you know, at least a month. Yeah, at the very least. Yeah. So, you know, we're just sitting it out and, and seeing what, what's going to happen. What do you think it means for restaurants, like as an industry? Do you see like will a lot of places go out of business? Like, how are people weathering this? That's a great question. Um, I do see a lot of uh, places going out of business for this, for sure. Really? Um, I do, yeah. I, I, you know, I just, the restaurant business in general is a really difficult business. Your margins are not very, very large. Um, just a, a, a fact, 2019, um, the average was 3% uh, for restaurants in New York City, which is peanuts. Um, so it's really difficult to survive as is. So if we're shut down for a month to two to three, um, I just don't see how people without tremendous financial backing can survive something like this. Uh, between labor costs, I mean, um, you know, minimum wage has gone up significantly in the last three years, um, you know, for tipped employees as well. And, uh, you know, labor costs for restaurants, if they're in a good spot, is at 40%. Um, so I just, I don't see... Because we weren't doing well in this industry going into this, because of how competitive it is, because of how much it costs to operate, I don't see how, how some restaurants are going to make it out of this. I really wow. don't. Wow. Yeah. And, um, like, what, I guess, what did, what can people do who are maybe like, I mean, everyone's affected by it, but not everybody is directly, you know, affected, which is one of the reasons we're doing this, but. What can people right. do who are not in the hospitality industry? Is there is there something that I don't know that people can do yeah. to sort of help out or support or profit up or? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there's nothing that's going to save you know the restaurants that aren't going to make it, unfortunately, unless they've gotten you know huge donations or whatever. But you know, to to support overall ordering takeout for anybody who's open. Um, buying gift cards online. You know, you've got a favorite restaurant. You want to see it work out well. You go there often, invest the money, go on their website, buy a gift card. Um, you know, we, I sent out some personal emails to some regular guests who, are, who have been really gracious and they've been spreading the word. So, you know, you got a favorite restaurant, you got somebody in the restaurant business, whatever it is, you want to support them, buy their gift cards, send out emails to your friends. You know, that's a big way to support. Um, you know, one thing that a lot of guests are asking me, um, which is really, really kind is what can we do to support you? Um, you know, what is your company doing for the staff? My company, in my opinion, is trying their best to stay open and keep their doors open and reopen the restaurants, which gives me a job at the end of this nonsense. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's like the, that's the big thing. Support your restaurant so that they can survive so people can get back to work. Yeah, yeah. I th just so people have a place that's actually going to be open in one or two months or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, you've been kind of putting out some videos that, like, just kind of in a funny way about the restaurant business. Do you want to talk about some of the stuff you're doing online at all? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I've uh, I've created this character, Giovanni Belafonte. Um, he's kind of a, a buffoon, uh, but it takes my you know, life restaurant experiences and, and, uh, he kind of, you know, delivers some life lessons and restaurant stories in a, in a goofy way. Um, you know, he's got the Italian persona and, uh, I just, 
I, I really like the character and I like expressing uh, these thoughts and, and feelings via, you know, comedy. So, yeah. Uh, um, you know, it's, uh, it's fun. I, I, uh, I hope it, uh, catches some ground. Yeah. I think there's something about it. it the, the character is, is Giovanni Belafonte on Instagram and that's, I'm just going to spell it out and I'll put it in yeah. the show notes too, but it's G I O V A N N I underscore B E L A F O N T E two L's two O two L's sorry underscore B E L L A F O N T E so you can follow that on Instagram and Absolutely. I think like it, it, one of the reasons it's so entertaining to watch is there's just something about the food industry that like the personalities as well as like the experience um, are all kind of intertwined maybe like. Step back, like, what do you think it is about restaurants that people love? Why is it people like? Why do people love the dining experience? What What do you What do you love about it? That's a great question. Um, the thing that I love most about the dining experience, and the reason I've been doing this for so long, is that it doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter how much money you make, doesn't matter what background you come from. Everybody's got to sit down at a table and they got to eat. And if I'm sitting across from no, no matter who the hell it is, we're still at the same table and we're still eating the same food. And, you know, maybe uh, you are driving a Ferrari home and I'm driving a Honda Accord, but we just ate at the same table. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So everybody's on the same level um, when it comes to that because we all got to eat. Um, and then, you know, the dining experience, people go out to eat and they spend their money. And a lot of the time it is their, their night out. That's what they're doing. I've been waiting all week for Saturday night. I can't wait to go to this restaurant. I want to have a damn good time. And the amazing thing from being on my side of it is when people appreciate it and, you know, they're putting their money in my pocket and I'm providing an experience for them in return. Um, there's no better feeling when somebody walks out, thanks me and says, you know, that was unbelievable. Can't wait to be back. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, the dining experience is, is fun. Everybody loves to eat. Everybody loves to, well, not everybody loves to drink, but I love to drink. Um, but, you know, everybody loves to eat. You know, you, you can't not enjoy that. Yeah. I think one of the things I love about it too, like as, as you think about like as an art form is that like once, you know, all this work goes into like preparing the meal, presenting the meal, you put it out there and then it gets completely like it gets completely consumed and there's, it's not like you, you don't go hang it on the wall like a piece of art. All that's right. sort of left afterwards is the shared experience. And that's, I think, exactly. for me, like what, what is special about it. And I think that's why it's important for us to, to know about what we can do to make sure that that's still there when this whole thing passes. Um, maybe I can, I can put you on the spot a little bit and say, like, what would, like, what would like Giovanni have to say about, uh, to the people if Giovanni was going to get a message out right now? Right now, oh man, um, yeah. Uh, all right, <clears throat> you put me on the spot here. All right, let me get in Giovanni character. Give me one. Second. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get him. Excuse me. One okay. Second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up there, chooches? This is Giovanni Belafonte over here. Listen to me. Do me a favor. I know uh, my buddy Phil over there had a nice conversation with Charlie. But do me a favor. When you guys get back into these restaurants and we get reopened, 
please don't be animals. Be respectful. Please treat the uh, staff like they've been out of work for a couple of months, all right? They're not your servants. They're good people. They're hardworking people who care about the experience you have. So don't be a chooch. Be respectful and be nice to them, all right? I salute. Giovanni, I appreciate it, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And and Phil, let me let me ask you as Phil now, like what is is there anything that comes out of this, like a like a silver if there's any positivity that comes out of this, like a different like mindset that we have, what would you say that is? Maybe that would be a nice way to leave people on this yeah, conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. I you know, it's people don't see the other side of it. You know what I mean? They don't see our side of it. Um I always can tell when people uh, have had experience in the restaurant business. It's very easy to see from our side somebody has had experience working in the restaurant business. So um, it is difficult. There is not a ton of money coming into our pockets. Uh, I mean, I'm telling you honestly. Um, so, you know, when you get back into restaurants, maybe maybe think about it a little bit. Think about what you know restaurant workers have been through. Um, it's not an easy business to begin with, and you know, a lot of us are not just there to, you know, put some money in our pockets. We're there because we're passionate about this. This is a career path that I chose. And a lot of my colleagues chose it too. You know, I could have done anything and this is what I wanted to do. Um, so it's not just a, an industry for degenerates who got nowhere else to go. You know, we have those too, but you know, um, it, it's important and it's important to understand and respect that it is, like you said, an art form, not just the, the preparing the dishes, but the service and, and being there to read our guests and to provide them with an experience. It goes a lot more, you know, further than just taking an order, ringing it in and putting the money in my pocket. So, um, yeah, I think that I appreciate you asking that question for sure. I think that's important. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just want to tell people, go follow Giovanni Belafonte on Instagram. Like, I think like that is, is, I think people are going to take to it because it's the stories, the experience, the personality. And I know that's something that you're interested in building and I'm interested yeah. in getting the word out because it's just hilarious. But, um, yeah. Less than a week old, more content to come, a lot more content to come. It's in so. early stage. This is ground zero. You could say you were in on it if you get in now. So um, yes. anything else that we didn't that we didn't touch on that might want to cover? No, I, I mean, I think that that's pretty much everything. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, I, I appreciate this opportunity to, to have this conversation and get this message across. It's yeah. important. Yeah. So thank you. No, thank you for coming on, Philly. And it's always a pleasure to talk. It's like, it's nice Likewise. to kind of chat shop, even like though it came to like difficult times to, to do it. But um, maybe we yeah. do a follow up when, when things turn around and things open up again and we check in. And, I would love um, that. Yeah. If I have a job. <laughs> <laughs> well so everybody go buy gift cards go go order takeout do what you can but um yeah philly thanks for coming on man really really appreciate it all right Thank you, brother. Okay. yo what up everybody thanks for tuning into the podcast don't forget to subscribe feel free to leave a rating review what have you but most of all go have a fantastical day okay we'll see you soon goodbye